We buy commercial retail properties for their amazingly stable income. We have great guarantors on our leases, so we know the rent just rolls in every single month. So how do you add value to a commercial retail asset? I cover that in this video. Welcome to Real Estate Investing with Kenny Wolf, the show with weekly topics designed to help you learn how to build your ideal life through real estate investing. My name is Kenny Wolf, and I've been a real estate syndicator and investor for over 11 years now. And in this time, I've built a successful real estate investment firm, Wolf Investments. If you're new to the show, make sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode comes out. So what is a triple net or double net property? I'll quickly cover what a triple net or double net property is here, but for a deeper dive, make sure to check out my video all about these type of commercial properties. Here at Wolf Investments, we only buy buildings with high credit tenants already in place. So that means we are walking into cash flow from day one of ownership. So right at closing, we've got rent coming in. It also means that we have very strong guarantors and the strength of your guarantor really dictates the value of your building. We currently have 40 of these types of assets across 15 states. Some of our tenants are Walgreens, Dollar General, CVS, Dollar Tree, Advanced Auto Parts, Verizon, etc. These corporations guarantee our rent. The other great aspect to triple net or double net lease properties are that the tenant takes care of all or the vast majority of the operational expenses. They reimburse us for property taxes, insurance, and they maintain all or most of the building operations. Each lease is different, but at a high level, these assets basically strip out a lot of the operational risk that we have on other, other commercial real estate investments in our portfolio. One of the challenges to investing in triple net or double net assets is that it's really hard to add value to these properties. We have long-term leases that have baked-in rental increases within the lease. Commercial real estate values are all based around the net operating income and the cap rate. So if we have a set rental rate and almost no operating expenses, then our net operating income is basically set for the term of the lease, which is really great for those investors who buy these to handle their monthly cash flow needs. Now, what if you could have your cake and eat it too? I'm talking about the blend and extend strategy when buying one of these assets. So that's where you buy a triple net or double net asset with two years or less time remaining on the lease. At that point in the lease, there is inherently more risk as you're getting closer to the end of the lease term. So that means the cap rates on those assets are higher when you compare to a lease with a longer term remaining on it. Now, how do you mitigate the risk? So what we do up here, we put a store like this under letter of intent and then promptly call our contacts at the tenant and ask them if they are going to renew that store. Most of the time we get a straight answer and only, and so far only one time did we get a no. And at that point we promptly killed that LOI. So once we know that they're going to renew that store, then we put the property under contract and start marching to acquire the asset. During this time where we're under contract and going to closing, we start the pre-negotiation process on working on an early lease extension. Now we can't sign any extensions until we actually own the asset, but what we can do is get the terms pre-negotiated with the tenant during the time as we're closing on the asset. The whole aim to this is that we are buying the property at a higher cap rate, which means a lower acquisition price. And once we get the lease renewed, the property will be valued at a lower cap rate or a higher overall valuation on the building. Investing, if you really boil it down to, is all about buying low and selling high. So we go in buying what the market deems as a more riskier purchase, but we protect the downside by using our current relationships with these tenants to see if there will be a lease renewal. Then after we close on the asset and we sign the new lease extension, we start going to a refinance of the property at a higher valuation, which means we'll start, we will on the refi, we'll pull out the majority of our equity used to acquire the asset. 
and will still retain ownership of that building, which is pretty phenomenal. So let's jump into a real life example we just did here at Wolf Investments. We own a Dollar Tree in Savannah, Georgia. This asset had about two years left on the lease when we bought it. Dollar Tree did not want to talk about an early extension at the time. We did go ahead with the acquisition because the location of this Dollar Tree was pretty awesome. There's also not a Dollar General near this location, so we knew we would have some leverage there when it came to the renew the lease with Dollar Tree. Just like clockwork, Dollar Tree reached out about seven months before the end of their lease looking for a reduced rental rate. We told them absolutely not, and that we were about to start calling Dollar General about this store's availability. It took a couple of days of silence, but then Dollar Tree accepted the baked-in rental increases in their current lease at for this lease renewal. Silence is sometimes the best tool to use when negotiating. Now that we had the lease renewed, we knew that the value of our property just shot up as we had another five years of lease term and at a higher rental rate. When we acquired the asset, we had to invest $284,000 of equity out of one of our CRE funds. If you're interested in learning about how we'd set up these funds, make sure to watch out our other YouTube uh, video on our CRE fund. So during these past two years of ownership, we racked up $61,000 of cash flow to investors over that time period, or 21.5% cash flow back to our folks. Now here's the really cool part. Our new loan shot up to $1.168 million and that paid off the existing loan of $755,000. That means we pulled out $412,000. We split that 80-20 with our investors, so investors will get back off the refi, 330K. So add up the cash flow and the return of capital, and you get a grand total of $391,000. So that means that CRE fund has all of its equity back, plus 37%, and we still own the store. The store will continue to cash flow monthly to our CRE fund and build up equity every month as we pay down our loan. That's how you create massive value with these type of assets. We buy triple net or double net lease commercial properties all over the country, and we invest in these with a steady, stable monthly income. Occasionally, we'll do a blend and extend strategy to add massive value to our investors in our triple net funds. To get all of our equity out of a store and still own it to enjoy the future cash flow and equity buildup is absolutely phenomenal. This has been Real Estate Investing with Kenny Wolf. Thanks so much for listening.